Hello, and welcome to this episode of Superhero Ethics. Today we'll be discussing the last two feature film-length episodes of Stranger Things. I'm your host, Matthew, and I'll be hosting through another host, Paul, who I'm controlling. Speaking of controlling, we're going to have some ads that we have absolutely no control over, unfortunately, and we'll be right back with you. Welcome back. So I was I was kind of deciding how much to commit to the bit. Like I kind of wanted to actually host the entire episode as Matthew, but I don't think that would have gone that. I well, appreciate so. the bailout. Yeah, yeah <laughs> but it was, it was funny. Of... <laughs> <laughs> you're you're uh, and... piggybacking. Yes, yes, exactly. I'll be piggybacking. This episode. Uh, piggyback from the, the pizza freezer. <laughs> the pizza, yeah, pizza. There's there's uh there's pizza. There's um. There's there's a lot to talk about here. Um, I'm let's introduce ourselves, right? I'm Paul Hoppy, totally not a host most of the time. Um, I'm here with uh, our two lovely guests. Why don't you introduce yourselves? I'm Ashley Kaufman, and I feel like I don't need an introduction. Fair. <laughs> I'm Mark Arcusha, and if you're if you listen to the first part of this, I'm still that same guy. Um, if you haven't, you should go back and listen to that, and then listen to this. But if you don't, I'm Mark Arcusha, and uh, I play D&D on a podcast, and I do voiceover. Mark, you've been a couple-time guest now. so Yeah. People, yeah, we did Jaws. It was great. That was amazing. Oh, yeah. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I haven't, I haven't gone back and listened to Jaws because I never saw Jaws. And, like, I am hilariously spoiler-reverse, where, like, if you spoil a movie from 30 years ago, which I guess that's closer to 40, like, I'll still be mad. Uh <laughs> Yeah. Well, I mean, you should have watched it two days ago. That is a Fourth of July must in this oh, house. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If if somebody was like, "Oh, it's on Netflix," I, I might have watched it. Um, <laughs> it. In general, would you call Jaws a horror movie? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Okay. That is a big debate, by the way, in the horror community. <laughs> yeah, which I, I I could see that. I mean, any kind of genre is kind of. Uh, it's it's not super specific, right? Like, there's always going to be things that toe the lines and push the boundaries. I would say Stranger Things is is one of those shows, really, where yeah, um, you I know, was going to say the same thing. Yeah, like yeah. personally, I've never been a huge horror fan. Um, I know Ashley, you're a huge horror fan, right? <laughs> uh, Mark, it sounds like you enjoy a decent amount. Right? I do huge. Huge. Um, <laughs> but like speaking of spoilers, I had not seen Stranger Things until about a week ago. And then Matthew asked if I would edit the podcast because there were some technical issues. And I was like, yeah, sure. Let me just watch season one. So I watched season <laughs> I was one. like, it's so fast in the beginning. <laughs> and then the next day I watched season two. And then the next day I watched season three. And then I was like, now I'll edit this podcast on season four. And then watch season four the day that the rest of season four comes out. But I like I stopped overnight to not watch those last two episodes to kind of see how it felt. I guess my first question would be like, how did it feel to you having this as a second half? Like, do you feel like it made any sense delivering it that way? Do you feel like it delivered on what was set up in the first quote unquote half of the season? I think in a perfect world, it would have come out all at once because, you know, while I loved having like the two, you know, almost feature length or yeah, no actual feature length, literally feature length uh, episodes to, to wrap it up. um, I think it would have been uh, a little more enjoyable to watch. Maybe it, 
maybe it made bigger waves. Maybe it, you know, created more suspense and, and, and everything this way, but I think it would have been better all at once. And I think, uh, episode eight or what, uh, Papa would have mm, yeah. been better eight. if we hadn't waited a month to watch right. it, you know? And then episode nine maybe was better as just like a standalone finale. Possibly, maybe. possibly. Right. Yeah. If the break had been there, I think it would have been better. I wouldn't be surprised, uh, Netflix keeps doing this. They did it with Ozark. And I know that they were saying with Stranger Things that it wasn't done yet. And I could totally see some things that they they went back and added because of how popular it was, like the Kate Bush song at the end. Mm. They didn't do that until last week. Like, but um, mm-hmm. I was excited. And I remember it just kind of did get the hype up again, like getting to wait for it. Usually when I get it all at once, I watch it all at once and then it's over. So I was kind of, you know, it was only a month where I feel like Ozark was like two months. So I was more excited for this. So we watched the first one and then I put on the second, it's like nine o'clock at night. <laughs> I was like two hours and 30 minutes. Yeah. Well, I can't do it. I just we're buckling it up and doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, but I also would have watched it if it was three more episodes, probably in the same night. Yeah. There's a point at which for me, I'm just like, all right, I'm just up till I'm up. Like I got to finish this unit of whatever I'm watching. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, for me, I mean, obviously, I didn't have a long delay between, you know, the first half and the second half of, of season four. Very lucky. Uh, it did feel like there was a logical pause, right? Like, I, I kind of sort of was like, okay, I, I guess. But mostly, it it when I saw that it was basically two feature films, it's like four hours of content, right? It's like, I think it's an hour yeah. 40 and 220, basically, right? And mm-hmm. they've got all the... the um, the dubs like is like five minutes of credits at the end because Netflix translates everything into like 30 languages, which is fantastic. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Um, but like four hours, like that's an entire Disney plus show, you know, that's mm-hmm. like a whole 13 episode season of a sitcom. Like that's, that's a lot of story, right? I mean, back, you know, watching star Wars movies back in the day, you had to wait three years between two hour movies Right. And here it's like, we're going to give you a double feature um, in one day. And I always would rather watch just the whole thing straight through. No waiting. I do think like, I don't know, for podcasting, it's not bad. (laughs) That is true. Get those episodes out. (laughs) Exactly. Um, So it does feel to me like it probably is a little bit of a gimmicky kind of thing where they're trying to maximize buzz and everything and not have it all just take place over one weekend. But uh, but it, I don't know. I, I guess I shouldn't really say that it didn't bother me because I didn't really have the yeah. full experience. So. Yeah, it totally worked on me. And I won't yeah. lie, when I saw how long it was, I got excited. I was like, oh, we're gonna. Yeah. And I felt like the pacing was really good. Like it felt like it didn't feel like it was as long as it was. And I watched all of it in one sitting because it was just stuff after stuff and after stuff. And I'm, I don't usually cry at shows. I was mm-hmm. a mess. Mm. I was a mess during a lot of this. Same. <laughs> they really ripped my heart out. Which, uh, which, which parts particularly do you feel like hate the most? I mean, there's some obvious ones maybe, but I'm, I'm devastated about Eddie, but I felt like his character, the more I thought about it, because I watched it twice since yeah. it's come out. And I feel like, his character was kind of doomed from the beginning because even if he got out of there, he wouldn't really have much of anything to go back to because he would probably go to jail. Like, no one's going to believe the Vecna story. So he didn't have anything else to do. And it's always at the one moment when the character probably could and should run away. There was really no reason for him to stay. He didn't have to do that. 
Like right. in other points, maybe he had to, but he couldn't have done anything with Chrissy. But at that right. point, I really didn't think he had to stay. Like they could have just left. But, you know, what a send off. Like he got the most amazing scene I think I've ever seen in Stranger Things. And then you rip my heart out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah, that's a that was that was a heartbreaker uh, and a tearjerker and, you know, metal as F um, yeah, playing Master, Master Puppets. Puppets started, oh, forget it. I lost my mind. Yeah. Yeah. And he really learned how to play it. Yeah. And oh, wow. That's incredible. And nerd that I am. I was like, wait a minute. Master of Puppets came out in 86. And so I Googled it and it did. Yeah. But like the I think the the finale, the finale is taking place like at the end of March. And that LP came out or I guess cassette, whatever, came out at the beginning of March. So Eddie, in that time, learned how to play that, song, which is pretty, pretty friggin impressive. Of course he would. Yeah. Yeah. I um, learned this song as a high school student. It's one of my favorite songs of all time. I think it's one of the greatest metal songs of all time or like Agreed. any kind of song. And this was one of the best uses of music I've ever seen in a movie. Um, I will say learning that song is hard. It's, there's a lot of parts. It's a really long song and it's a very <laughs> like athletic endeavor. Like you, mm. your down picking really has to be on point. Like you will have a cramp in your, your, um, tricep by the, you know, by the end of the, the first verse. And then yeah. it then doesn't it just seem like going. an entry level song. It's not an entry level song. So yeah. I will say, you know, on Eddie's behalf, learning that song and executing it well in under a month the month that it gets released is extremely impressive. <laughs> um, yeah. I also love that he was playing a BC Rich Warlock, which like the guitar he's playing, which oh, is, is such that a his metal battle axe. Yeah. And he was like, it looks like it was born for this world, you know? And like him. it does. And, you know, I actually used to walk by on, um, oh, geez, was it 48th Street? It was 48th Street. 47th Street? I think it was 48th Street. Jeez. Um, where all the guitar stores were. And there was this Do you mean Rich New York Warlock. City? Yeah, in New York. There you go. Um, sorry. I, yeah. It's, it's like implied. One. Um, <laughs> yeah. And um, this one store had like this BC Rich Warlock with like these like um, like blue lightning bolt flame looking things. And I was like, that was always the guitar I wanted. I ended up getting another guitar that was like, just as sharp but it's like it's so angular and it it just feels like it's the perfect guitar for the perfect song in this movie and um i mean thrash metal was always like my was my favorite genre in high school and slayer's really the band that has more of the kind of horror movie feel mm -hmm. but master of puppets is such a i mean if you just if you look at the lyrics like it's so perfect for the whole vecna and yeah. mind flayer the kind bats. of you know it was just oh, yeah. epic <laughs> i'm really yeah. impressed with the electricity capabilities in the upside down they seem like mm. i think they were running an extension cord did they um, really <laughs> they were from yeah. regular Hawkins. he really is the smartest child alive yeah <laughs> um but like something something that you said uh ashley and that i agree with like you know, Eddie didn't need to die. He could have gone through that thing. Mm -hmm. But like, and it kind of goes back to like, somebody else was complaining about like how the plan that the, that, um, you know, the, Nancy. uh, that Nancy, that Nan team Nancy makes to like go in and kill Vecna. And they're like, Oh, that's such a dumb plan. Like they were never going to be able to do it. And it's like, these are friggin' the oldest ones, 18. And they're trying to figure out how to save the friggin' world. Yeah, like yeah. cut them some slack. Like, 
I was also yelling at my TV. I was like, you don't even know if it's going to work, girl. What are you doing? I know. But it's Tally like, ho, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, well, I mean, it we're not going to do work. anything just sitting here. Um, you got you to make a plan and go with it. Right. You know? Exactly. And then you just execute on that plan as well as you can, and it works or it doesn't work. Yeah. Eddie well, decided to veer from the plan, and <sighs> I feel Steve like every, told him not to. every season they do this where they take one new lovable character and at least like two, three and four, and they have them do something and you're like, yeah, yeah, they're not going to make it like Bob. I was, yeah. Th- when they left, when they showed like that shot with the gun there on the table, I'm like, well, that's it for him. Not that uh-huh. the gun would have done anything against right. the yeah. demo gore, uh, demo dogs. Right. But yeah. like, but it was just like, they were basically telling you, look, we're, we're going to kill this character. We have to kill at least one character a season. Mm-hmm. It's not going to be any of the main characters. They all got plot armor plus five mm-hmm. and five surviving the first season. <laughs> like, you know, maybe in the fifth season, all bets are off. Who knows? But like, I do oh. feel like they really kind of telegraph sort of how they deal with um, like removing characters. And that's personally, that's something I appreciate in a show. I see a lot of people complaining like, oh, why didn't they just kill Max? Or like, you know, it's not right. Yeah. And and that's fine. You know, (laughs) having a preference. Right. Um, But like the idea that like a show can't be good or entertaining without having certain kind of stakes. um, I've I've never found like I I hate spoilers. But like if I know ahead of time that like a certain character is not going to make it, I'm like, all right, at least I know that, you know, like, um, I will say, like, going into season five, um, I guess the question would be, like, what do you think they are going to do with Max? And I know, Ashley, you had some thoughts about how they handle that so far. Maybe you want to start with that. I mean, I thought that's, that scene was the other. I was in tears. Uh, the kid who plays Lucas, like, I feel like we really got to showcase a lot of the kids acting. Because a lot of the time you're like, oh, God, this kid, they just have to stick with some of them because... You know, they started from the beginning. They didn't really get great at acting. But in this episode, we really got to see it showcased. And, um, you know, it just the scene was so intense and you have all these emotions and you really feel them. Mm -hmm. And then to completely kind of reverse it. Now, Eleven's powers are even more undefined. Like, what do you what are the stakes now if she can bring people back? Like, it doesn't seem like Max is okay. Like, she's. I think I read the Duffer Brothers said that she is brain dead and blind and her bones are all broken and she's in a coma. So that's not great. That's not great. But she is alive. But I don't know. It kind of, I know, Ken was really upset about it. (laughs) And I was like, you know, I didn't want to lose her as a character. So I'm happy about it. But uh, at least I felt all those emotions when it was happening and got to experience being like, Mm -hmm. oh, my God, like very upset. But mm-hmm. then I don't know that now with Eleven having this new power, what does that mean? Can she just save everybody or can it only be somebody who's inside the Vecna thing? I don't know. More questions. For sure. Yeah, I I thought so. First of all, in terms of like Eleven's powers, I feel like there are things where they could have defined her powers really well early on and then now be contradicting that. And I would have found that quite annoying I feel like they never defined them very clearly. And that's always been part of the mystery of the show. 
like how do these abilities manifest what's the nature of these abilities like what's the limitation of these abilities like papa was like you'll be stronger than you ever were before sure she didn't complete the training she went off to save han and leia or the other people i'm sorry um but <laughs> that helicopter scene though oh my god it was beautiful. oh yeah yeah that was great yeah, that was damn yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but like I, I'm not bothered by her powers being undefined because it's like it makes sense that the character doesn't know what her own powers are, right? And we are kept in the dark about a lot of things. Like sometimes they give us a look into like what's going on um, that some of the protagonists don't know what's going on. But like we still don't know the whole like, you know, Project Nina thing, right? We don't know right. the whole backstory there. It's a little woman in the desert. What do you mean? Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I, I thought, you know, I mean, they had their science project that they have at the end of every season. Right. Mm. And and, um, you know, she I I think the fact that she went into Max's mind and like it, it makes sense to me because Vecna's in her mind, like she and Vecna are basically fighting right for kind of control <laughs> over Max and. She lost, but she maybe didn't lose catastrophically, permanently, you mm -hmm. know? And, like, I don't I don't get the sense she could just, like, resurrect people whenever, you know? It feels yeah. like this was we'll definitely... See. Sure, yeah, we will see. And I do, like, from the beginning in, like, season one, I was like, like, do we know that Barb is, like, that dead? Well, is everybody who's in there still dead? Or, could, right. like, where are their bodies, you know? Because he... I mean, they did say that when Vecna or when um, one... Henry. Like, yeah, when Henry kills someone, he they're not just dead. Like, he doesn't just kill them. He absorbs everything about them, basically. Mm -hmm. Which then stands to reason, like, well, then everything about them is in him. And, like, maybe there's a way to extract it, you know? And, yeah. like, I don't know. If you have telekinesis, like, at some point, maybe you can just, like, synthesize life out of atoms, you know? <laughs> well, maybe that's what's happening. <laughs> like, if you get that good at it. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm very... I, I, I do feel like they kind of tried to, like, they wanted to deal the loss at the end of season four, right? So that going into the last season, you have this kind of low point. But at the same time, like, they did kind of hedge on that. And, like, I don't enjoy character deaths most of the time, you know? So, like, I'm yeah. like, yeah, that's fine. But if she's just, like, in a coma and brain dead for all of season five, and then they pull the plug, I'll be like, why did you do this? That would like, be kind of doing? a bummer. Yeah. 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 Like, don't, don't Dexter me. Like... Yeah, no, I, I think I think that like L's, uh, you know, she didn't really like bring her back to life. It was more like defibrillator power, right? Yeah, you know, yeah, she got her heart working. Well, she again. was she was dead for a minute, right? Right. Which I, I'm gonna say like isn't that long? I don't know. I've never been dead. Like I know someone who was dead for like eight minutes or something. <laughs> oh my god! And then got you know defibrill. Yeah, his heart stopped. Um, he he had severe brain damage as a result and never oh. was the same and died four or five years later. Yes. But that was eight minutes, you know? So yeah. one minute, like, permanent damage? Sure, right? But, like, people die for a minute and get, you know, defibrillated. And, like, then they're, they live. That's a thing, you yeah. know? And yeah. so it is, she did literally die, right? And that's why. He was able the, to do the thing, yeah. Yeah. The, the when big... I saw her legs start to break, I was oh, like, yeah. uh-oh, uh-oh, I don't think that's supposed to happen. Yeah, yeah. they're not supposed to turn that oh, way. Oh, no. <laughs> That was that was hard to watch, in the in a good way. Yeah. <laughs> a then good they way. turn it up to ten with her being like, "I don't want to go." I was like, yeah. "Oh my god, stop!" Yeah, I'm not ready. And yeah, then uh, 
who else died? Jason died. Couldn't give a shit. Bye. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. That was like one of the most incidental character deaths I feel like I've ever yeah. seen. And I love it. Like, yeah. I was just, just like, like yeah, oh, this guy. dang. They cut him in half. Yeah. If you, had fallen, if you had fallen three feet to the right, you'd be fine. But as it is, <laughs> an interdimensional rift opened through your chest. Yeah. I don't think Elle could bring him back. No. no. I think, and I, I felt think nothing. Really, yeah. <laughs> Not that um, she would necessarily be so inclined. Yeah. I had big time um Edward Scissorhand uh feels from that fight between Lucas and uh and Jason, right? Oh Whatever. yeah. You know, like the, the jock scene. the jock fight in the attic. Yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> how how do you feel about the that sort of storyline where I feel like that's kind of why Eddie was doomed because there were, you know, everybody with their pitchforks was all up after him and everybody else. Like, that, I don't know, the sort of, like, secondary group of humans. Because there's already the whole army thing and all the military, right? All mm. chasing after L. Like, here we have this whole other group of humans to deal with that are these, like, additional sort of, like, bonus antagonists. How did you feel like that, that like, played with, like, did you like that being... A whole thing that kind of like disrupted the plan. I I don't know. I was kind of like, you know, as I've said before, I I, I love this show. Um, that, however, I think was kind of a missed opportunity. Like they they had some great setup uh, with you know like his taking over the speech and the um, taking over the 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 like press conference in the gym and right. and all that. And they had a moment of it like in the guns and ammo store. Um, but I think like Jason had more opportunity to be like a, if not like, you know, sympathetic, a truly sympathetic character to be more of like a interesting antagonist in that he was, you know, again, he's a fucking 18 year old kid. Like what? Yeah. He's a self-righteous 18 year old, which is, yeah. you know, his girlfriend horrible. Died, but horrible. his girlfriend got murdered. But st- yeah. Like, but like Ken, Ken thought it was like Vecna controlling him somehow. I was like, I don't oh. think so. They didn't. They didn't say that or insinuate that at yeah. all, but he looked so, he looked like a, you know, like a cracked out on drugs at the end. Yeah. Like he's got the yeah. the eyes and the bags and yeah, he was just too crazy. Like his other friend was going to what, break that little Erica's arm. Like it right. was just a little, even though when she hit him in oh, the yeah. face, she was like, crit hit, bam. That was, that was amazing. That was great. Um, Yeah, it was just, it was a little too far with not enough, like really good reason. And he yeah. was t- 18 or whatever. Right. Right. Yeah, I've kind of felt that way about most of the sort of like bullying aspects throughout the show that um, I've overall really enjoyed the show a lot. I mean, I watched four seasons in under a week. So like, <laughs> I don't do that if I hate a show. Like, I'll quit a show. No, he doesn't. You, know? you don't understand. I'll, he I'll doesn't. just quit a show. Like, <laughs> um, I did. I did watch some of it on one and a quarter or one and a half speed because that's a thing Blasphemy. I do. And I, I occasionally would like skip ahead a little bit in some of the some of the Jason bits and I was kind of like all right I just I just I don't need you here like mm. <laughs> I understand how it like they kind of want I don't know like on the one hand I think they kind of want to like add more complication um and that like I kind of just like want to see what happens next like I'm like the mystery is kind of like the big thing for me you know because it's as much as it's a horror thing it's also like a mystery suspense sort of thriller right yeah um but like, I do think it makes sense, and it's like they have a certain sort of like, 
you know, the only villain isn't isn't Vecna, right? Like it's yeah. not like all the the evil comes not from this world. And I, I do I do agree with you, Mark, though, that like they could have had Jason be more I don't know whether it's like nuanced or developed or yeah. understandable as opposed to I feel like a lot of the bullies have been outside of Steve, right? Who right. who gets a full, you know, rehabilitation. Um outside of Steve, I feel like they're they just often feel pretty generic and are kind of like one of the weaker parts of the show. Yeah. I think it's important to have those bullies because it's kind of like Stand By Me or all those other like 80s, like It oh, or any of the movies okay, that yeah. kind of take place. You need that overdramatic extreme bully because it helps you connect with these kids. And I don't usually like kids shows right? like this, but they do so many things that I'm like, this was my childhood. Yeah. You know, like the the girl, what was the girl, the awful one at the beginning of this oh. with Elle? I Angela, I've I've yeah. known so many of those. Yeah. So getting to see her get her face cracked open by that skate was so satisfying to my inner child and, yeah. you know, I don't know. I I that's more of like the trope that they're going for. But the Jason thing like they needed him to disrupt the end. Right. So mm-hmm. they uh, and I just feel like they made him just too much of a psychopath. Yeah. yeah. It could have just written a little better. Do you so do you feel like if he hadn't showed up, if they hadn't showed up, like things just would have gone fine and uh Lucas would have just put the music on and like I, she would have been fine and they would have just killed Vecna and I don't because I think Elle really kind of messed up and overestimated. I think that Papa was right and she oh. was not ready to take yeah. on Vecna, especially like in a mind battle. Mm-hmm. The second they did the mind battle, I was like, Okay, she's gonna lose. Yeah. Because there's going to be a showdown where everybody's in front of each other and everyone's together. And how Fox was talking in the last episode, how everyone was separated, we Mm -hmm. very much assured him that everybody was going to get back together probably Mm. before. And they did it. So when that didn't happen, I was like, okay, we are we are going to lose real Mm. bad right now. Like we are in infinity war and we got to get to end game. (laughs) What did you think about everybody being split up and like that they kind of they managed to confront you know the the villain from multiple different locations i liked it i liked it i thought it was cool yeah me too i feel like next season everyone's going to be together Mm -hmm. for the most part yeah um so it was cool to kind of have everybody working together intercontinentally Right. whatever was going on in Russia. <laughs> yeah, the, the whole Russia plot line, like, I, because I listened to you guys cast, right, before watching it. So I heard the whole, I don't know why we really need to be in Russia. This thing goes on too long. And, like, in the beginning, I was like, no, I see, I see. But then when, like, Yuri, like, turned on them, I'm like, oh, okay. I, uh, all right, this is going to kind of drag out. And then, but the way they wrapped it up, I found very satisfying where, like, first of all, like, when they introduced the Russians in season three, like yeah, that also feels like they they feel like a very eighties generic Russian villain kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know. Which oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> right, which I, I don't know. I I have some concerns about Russians as villains right now in terms of like Russophobia and whatever. And like yes, like the Russian military is doing horrible things right now, but it's like that doesn't mean that like you know Russians generally are all you know, behind that or whatever, you know. Um, And I do appreciate, though, that they have, you know, they've had a couple of, like, Russian characters, actually, right? Um, Yeah. I forget the guard's name this time, but Um, Alexei earlier. 
You know, Alexi was the best. Or the season before, right? That was season three. At least they the took a science thing with it because we have always been more fighting the Russians with science and, you know, right. getting to the moon and all that stuff. So I do like that there was a, there, you know, their science is just as good and they're, they're the ones who are figuring this out like, and I'm one step ahead of us with it. Yeah. Sneaky. Yeah. A- Anatov is the, mm. oh, the, yeah. That's the guard. The guard. Yeah. Uh, Jack and Hagar, uh, Hagar. Um, yeah, man with no face. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, um, Paul. I, I as a Russian, um, oh, okay. you know, a, a Russian American, I guess. Um, I, 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 I get that, and I, I, I totally, I, I really uh, agree with you. But I think that you know, and this might be like quibbling, but like, I think they do a pretty good job on the show of making it like this. The the Russian military are yeah. the bad guys, you know, and. Um, as a Russian, that's that's easy to agree with, um, <laughs> but but you know, th- but they also give us these you know these characters like Anatov, like uh, Alexei, you know th- these uh, these oh these Russian guys who are you know good guys, and even Yuri there at yeah. the end, yeah, you know when he when Anatov appeals to his you know sense of uh, heroism, right from that conflict with I can't remember what the name of the battle was, but it was a real thing. I looked it up. Right. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a, a really good point and a fair point. And it's not like they don't show the U.S. military to also, also bad be guys. up to no good. Right? Yeah, uh, so I, they I, got I, they got theirs. They did. Yeah, in this episode. for sure, for sure. So yeah, f- to me, it's the sort of thing that I think sometimes there's like things that like see in some piece of media, and there's like like an alert that kind of goes off. Like, mm, is this gonna is this gonna like do some particular thing? And that's like. Okay. All right. It didn't, yeah. it didn't do the thing that I was really worried about. You it, know? it triggers your jingoism sen- sense a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It's like, is this what we're doing? It's like, oh no, they. I mean, at the beginning of season two, when they had the, I'm like, oh, they introduced the real villains now. People who voted for Reagan. <laughs> uh, <no. laughs> when they had like the 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 campaign poster and the Mr. Wheeler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, uh. It's been Reagan all along. That's what we're going to find right. out in season five. Right. Exactly. Um, it was Nancy. <laughs> yeah. It was Nancy. <laughs> she does oh, look Nancy. a little yeah. like Vecna. Right. She- <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I guess speaking of the U.S. military, then there's like also another other group of antagonists, right, who just showed up and just killed all the scientists. Killed everybody. Just, like, are, are they just some, like... Are they representing the main part of the U.S. military or are there some like black ops squad because they were about to like shoot a girl who was just like standing alone in the desert? Like, I feel like they came in last season. I can't remember when they mm. came in, but I don't know. I think that they were in cahoots with Paul Reiser in the beginning. Right, and then yeah. he took the turn to like protect her more. So I don't really, I don't know what like station. Do you know, Mark? Did they explain that? I, you know, I, I'm not sure exactly, but I, I do like the kind of, you know, fires within fires, wheels within wheels, like different factions of the U.S. military um, working against each other. I think it's a cool and like kind of a trope in like sci-fi and you know this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I can't remember exactly what the relationship is, but. Because they were yeah. killing their own men, even when they came to get the kids and stuff. Right. Yeah. I mean, because those are, I mean, they have MP, 
uh, things on their arms, right? So they're like military police. Like mm. that is a military facility, yeah. it seems, right? right? Yeah. Um, so the U.S. military is invading a U.S. military facility because like different people within it, I guess, have different plans. And and I, I guess they think they're, I mean, it seems like they think they're doing like the right thing, right? They're like, well, we mm-hmm. think this girl has caused all this. So we're just going to solve the problem. And well, they like, think she's what, like wrong. a Russian weapon that's just blowing people's brains up or something like that. And Do are they... causing all the problems. I think that's what they did. That's what the guy said in the beginning. I thought that's like the rumor that they spread, but that the military actually believes that she's Brenner's, you know, like Jason Bourne, basically. She's like his like, oh, yeah. like yeah. assassination yeah. without like existing. They really right? haven't and told they're... us how much the military knows about everything. Right. It's right. just like about like the upside down. It seems like right. they know, do they... but what yeah. do they know? Right. It's weird. Yeah. And I mean, it's all kind of a science project, right? It's not like people have gone into it and come out and just like been fine. Right. Yeah. Like, Although I feel like I feel in like season the one, they have. did kind of go in in season one. They did, right? But like the they, military and then it was, everybody goes into the upside down. It was like really dark and didn't people just keep getting eaten or like grabbed by the Demogorgon? The Demogorgon, right? yeah. A lot of people it, got eaten, yeah. Yeah, like it It feels like, I don't know, it feels to me like the upside down first got like a lot safer for a little while. And then like, then there's these bats. <laughs> Like, yeah, it's ve- well, Vecna, right. it's been Vecna all right. along. And that's what we were wondering at the end of the last cast is what is actually happening. So, yeah, I guess we got our answers. The upside down was always there. Right. But then he learned right. how to control it with his mind. Yeah. yeah. And that was a really cool thing. I thought in I can't remember if it was in uh, episode eight or nine. But when they showed uh, Henry one Vecna, um arriving in the upside down for the first time it was kind of like that like weird like yellowish golden color and there was a demodog yeah. just kind of like trotting around right not, hey, not being really right. menacing yeah um and even when it showed uh the you know uh the particles flare. that would become the mind flare it was just kind of like chilling out doing you know particle stuff and then he turned it into a giant spider so i guess maybe the upside down was just kind of a pretty chill place there for a little while at least until he came in there and started messing it up yeah way to go 11 yeah right <laughs> she really did mess she's the obi-wan of yeah. this story. Did, did you feel like i mean i obviously pretty much knew from watching the cast or listening to the cast but like did did you get a sense that um you know the orderly was going to be number one like before that was revealed or did that feel like a big twist I feel like I didn't know, but I recognized him as an actor. And oh, yeah. I was like, you just have such in like your features are are so striking that I'm supposed to notice you. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like the different colored brick in a Scooby Doo episode. Yeah. <laughs> right. 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 <laughs> Here's the secret door. <laughs> I think I think I when we were watching it, uh, I figured out that it was that Henry was Vecna. Oh, OK. And then. My fiance figured out that one was Henry. Right. Like we kind of like within like, you know, minutes of each other, we were, we were like, oh, this is this. No, it's that's that. So, but yeah, no, I, I, I thought they, they handled that very well in the, in the first part of like, who is this guy? What the hell's going on? Uh, And so I was, I was pretty surprised, I think. 
I was like, why is he getting punished? I yeah. thought he worked there. Right. <laughs> I guess this is superhero ethics. So like maybe we should talk about some of the ethics of some of the character decisions. Um, I mean, we could start with Dr. Brenner. <laughs> like, right? <laughs> like he, he clearly seems to fancy himself as like the good guy. Mm-hmm. I'm right? so glad Al didn't say what he wanted her right, to say. Right. Yeah. He's like, just tell me you understand. And she's like, bye, Papa. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was great. Um, I guess I don't really have much of a question here because I didn't write an outline. But like, I don't know. What do you, <laughs> what do you think of Dr. Brenner? I'm strongly pro-electrocuting children to get what you want. Yeah, no, that's reasonable. <laughs> for sure. For sure. <laughs> me too. For scientific purposes. Do, am I the only one, though, who thought, like, why doesn't Elle bring that shot color with her? Like, wouldn't that potentially be useful to, like, slap around one's neck or something? Yeah, you know? that is a good I point. I'm like, that thing, it, it was useful on her. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, and he had the clicker in his pocket. I didn't even right? think about that. It was just that. right there. The clicker was right there. The thing was right there. Like, just, just grab them both. Yeah. Get in the pineapple pizza truck and you know, <laughs> go to your science experiment. I love that um, What's-His-Face was always horrified by the dead bodies. I mean, as you should be. Yeah, but, like, yeah, yeah. everybody's having that beautiful reunion. And what's his name? He's so adorable. Argyle. Argyle's like, yeah. oh, my God. And I thought he was reacting to them, like, Hugging and being together, and right. it's like him looking at all the bodies, like, Ooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it's important in like sci fi and fantasy and horror that, like, every now and then you have somebody who hasn't had exposure to whatever the big thing that's going on because, like, early on everybody freaks out, right? But then yeah. it gets normalized, and the characters are like, yeah, 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 oh, it's this, okay, fine, you know, and it all becomes kind of humdrum. And I think when you introduce a new character who can kind of have that first reaction again it kind of reminds you like oh yeah this this is all very messed up right yeah. you know? <laughs> and it kind did of, get dark it got very dark it did it got very dark very quickly like the i don't know the body count in in this in the last episode or the second to last right was that the papa episode was the one where she broke out yeah, yeah. even right. papa's death that was pretty brutal yeah yeah, yeah. I was like, you deserve it. I feel nothing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I But that scene with the uh, the helicopter, I honestly, watching it again, I'm not really sure how they did that. I would like mm. somebody, I would like a little breakdown of how they got the helicopter to kind of move backwards and sideways because it didn't look like CGI. I mean, it probably right. was. But right. if not, that was like a very good pilot in there because it yeah. was yeah. really cool and it looked very real. It seems very dangerous. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you just fly like you're being uh, telekinetically like, controlled and, you know. <laughs> left, <Yeah>. right, left. <laughs> yeah, but that scene made me very happy. It was a great scene. It was one of those. Yeah. I think we, we always need like an L like triumphantly using her powers um, mm-hmm. and, and in a like when you didn't think she was going to be able to do it and she does it. We always need that moment. Um, the breakthrough, basically. Yeah. yeah. If only there had been like some lights behind her to explode, that would have really sold it. <laughs> right. But, you know. A couple more trucks. Yeah. Maybe a little <laughs> sandstorm or something. Yeah. Like something like the big lights from the natural could have exploded behind yeah. her. That would have, been... <laughs> that would have sold it for me. Can we get the season five finale in a in a baseball stadium, please? <laughs> yeah. 
Nancy's still my favorite person with a gun. Like I hate, I don't know how oh, to yeah. say it and not sound terrible, but like she she shows you how to use a gun properly. I love when she's sawing off the shotgun, and they're like, "Isn't this illegal?" She's like, "Yeah, but I can't miss." And then she just bub she buckshot buckshot buckshots him yeah. out of that window, and it was fabulous. Yeah, that was a that was a wonderful moment. One very um, Halloweeny uh, mm-hmm. type moment. Um, and it brought to mind like the, the, there's been a, uh, a, a long, uh, lasting discussion of what's better to have like a, a gun or an ax. And I think mm. in that situation, <laughs> like it's pretty, pretty 50, 50, you know? Yeah. Like well, the yeah. tentacles. Yeah. That, they were gross. Yeah. But they, they didn't do really good with the axe either. It kind of ripped it right out of their hands. Yeah, they got they got pretty jacked up with those by the tentacles there. I think the Mazatov cocktails were the best. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. She did a great she could throw Robin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Yeah, there's always the question of like if you dismember whatever, you know, undead villain it is, is then the the dismembered member gonna like crawl around on its own? Right. And now there's like two of them. And you're like, oh, yeah. this, that didn't help at all. It did not help. <laughs> like, yeah, and I, I think that's something that, like, is is a really interesting thing, too, is, like, we are so used to, like, knowing the stat block and uh, right. the weaknesses and strengths of every monster, you know? Because we're like, oh, werewolf, silver bullet, vampire, stake through the heart, zombie, just hit the brain. But, like, what I always try and think of is, like, these people are living in a world where that's, you know, you don't know. Or, I mean, maybe you do that, but, like, you're dealing with a monster that is not, like... It's like, okay, so if we do this, Vecna will die. They don't know. They never know. You don't know. Right. Right. I think that's a that's a fun, fun aspect and cool thing to think about. Yeah. And the, the demigorgons are so hard to kill. Yes. Like yeah. it is not easy. None of them have have, have a good time with that. Um, did you read that uh what's his face got to use Conan the yes. Barbarian sword? Uh, yes. <laughs> that was for that final That scene. is the actual Cooper. sword from Conan <gasps> yeah. the Barbarian. At the 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 sheriff, yeah, David Harbor yeah. Yeah, yeah, Hopper yeah, yeah. gets yeah. to gets to use that sword to to kill uh, a demogorgon, and that was that was pretty awesome. That was a pretty fantastic moment. It was very awesome. That whole scene was cool too. Yeah, with the fire. Oh yeah, yeah. The the whole like when he like picks up the sword and is like <laughs> waiting in. It felt like that was sort of like the most like fantasy mm-hmm. moment. Yeah, you know, it felt like quintessential like D and D like. Um, I don't know. I think you make a really good point about like not knowing what the weaknesses are. And this to me was always kind of a, it's a little bit of a a challenge in, in like actual role-playing games is if all the players know the weaknesses of the monsters, like the characters don't necessarily know that, but it's like, are they going to act like that? Or is it just like, well, yeah, you know, you know, and you're just going to do what you do here. It's like, there was a process of discovery, Mm -hmm. right. Of kind of learning. Um, and then maybe sometimes you learn, Oh, this actually doesn't work on this version of this thing. Oopsie. You know? Right. Yeah. Um, (laughs) You know, like, because they basically took Vecna out. Right. But they just didn't either. Right. Like it looks like they destroyed the physical form pretty much. I guess so. It was in the. It was like a burning, and then they knocked him out the window. Right, and then when they went down there, his body was gone. Oh, yeah. He like ran off. Yeah, 
Yeah. Right. But like, so like, <laughs> you know, they don't really know how to kill him. Like, it, I, I imagine it's going to have to be some sort of a psionic battle or whatever yeah. with, with L. Like, that's probably going to be at, at some point. All right. So in this season, I felt like they did an amazing job at the end of being like, this is a hive mind. So we can have some people fighting against it in Russia. You know, we can have some people kind of distract him on uh, in the the right side up and then some people going into the upside down and like trying to attack the body. And then we can have L in his mind and like kind of fight the same villain on a whole bunch of fronts. Yeah. I feel like that's going to be a challenge in season five to kind of match that without feeling like they're just kind of trying to replicate the same thing. Mm. Um, mm. And I mean, maybe they can, but I don't know. I, I'm, I, I think that season five is going to be a lot about will. Okay. Yeah. The, at the end, right? It felt like there was like they're like we're going to make Will important again. Mm-hmm. Like remember, yeah, this it started with him. It's going to end with him. And yeah. I honestly think either him or L, one of them has to die because as long as I think I think Will I think has Will. a connection with yeah. Vecna. Yeah. Yeah. So that's going to be ooh, it's going to be. Sad. I think we might. But oh, sorry. Do it. No, no, go ahead. But you know. Yeah. It's time to raise the stakes. It's the last. Oh, the stakes I, are up. <laughs> I guess uh, maybe let's transition into like, what would you like to see out of season five? Is there anything that you would definitely not like to see that you think might happen? Um, And or like, just where do you think it might go? I don't want Steve to die. That's all. I feel like he's he's at risk. He is totally at risk. (laughs) He feels like an at risk youth. A lot of people, especially because like the him and Nancy triangle with Jonathan. Now that Jonathan's back and immediately Jonathan's lying to her. So that's going to come out. Right. Yeah, that that was one of the few things that like really kind of I'm like, oh, we're back to this lying thing. again. Yeah. Yeah. Right back to it. Yeah. <laughs> like you save the world so many times. Yeah. <laughs> we got to lie about the college application. Yeah. Just tell her you don't want to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what I what I want to see. And other than this, I don't really care. I think it'll be great. But. I, I want to see the 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 like upside down come to the right side up. You know, I would mm. like, you know, that that last shot when they're looking at the giant, fiery, crazy, smoky ash raining X in the ground. Yeah. They're like, yep, that's that's an earthquake. That's what earthquakes look like, guys. Totally an earthquake. Right. So like, right. you know, when I, I want to see like a real like no one can ignore this anymore. This can't be swept under the rug. This is like a real final big ass battle um, where everybody gets involved. Oh, dude, the government's going to return to the living dead them and, and just nuke Hawkins. Yep. Archimedes, hot dog. What's the? <laughs> yeah, I think um, they've gone four seasons with having all this ridiculous stuff go on without it being public knowledge. Yeah. It feels to me like it has to become public knowledge. Like, yeah, it has to be something that's just, you know, well, that's what's going on, you know, especially <laughs> your dimension. Yeah. Especially since we're getting like a time jump, you know, so like right. if this picks up and it's like the post apocalypse now <laughs> demo dogs eat everybody all the time and yeah. bats ate my grandma i can't leave your dogs yeah. out yeah and we see like a beleaguered you know hopper with the with the with the conan sword on his back walking through a, a wasteland i would be really okay with that I'd watch yeah that. on a horse <laughs> yeah yeah yes please 
If it's that in the upside crazy. down, I feel like it should be a nightmare. You know? Yeah. Like a, yeah. I, <laughs> I will say I'm getting like tired of the two days later thing. I know they do it at the end and it made me, I wanted to see them find Dustin and see Eddie. What did they mm. just leave Eddie's body? How did they all get back since he cut the thing? Yeah. yeah. But no, we just get to do that with our mind, which is fine, but I'm really getting, it's old. It's getting old. They keep doing it. <laughs> yeah. And given that they have like a, you know, they had like a 30 minute, like denouement, like it's like, okay, the, uh, the climax four. has happened and now we've got so much more stuff going on. It feels like they don't have to have that big of a jump before, you know, like, okay, everything's back to normal. And now we're just talking a little bit. And um, yeah. How do, does anybody know how long the, the time jump is supposed to be for season five or they just said there will be one? I didn't know that. Yeah. I think they just said there will be one, um, you know, to, I think to, uh, make the kids look the appropriate right. age. You know, the fact that they have right. a bunch of 20 year olds playing 14 year olds. Um, Yo, dude, Will was like, you're the heart, Mike, <laughs> yeah. you're the heart. I'm like, Oh my God. I really heard what Fox was saying this time. And I couldn't stop it. I watched the whole time. I'm like, Oh my goodness. Yeah. That kid sounds like he's 45. And, but he, and he, and he looked like he was wearing his wig from season one. Cause it was just, right, right, it was even right. like a smaller little bowl cut on top of his head. Yeah. <laughs> I will say that, like, Jonathan and and lit. Will, the actors are, like, 11 years apart. Yeah. But this is what happens is that they cast young-looking adults to play teenagers, mm-hmm. and they cast kids to play kids. Right. And then the kids get older, and there's no guarantee they're going to be young-looking adults. Right. Right? They're just, they're just adults. But then Case the young-looking point. adults who are playing teens still look young. They don't look like they went from 16 to 18 or to 20 or whatever. They didn't fill out any. They went from 26 to 28. It's like, they look the same. Yeah. Right? Yeah. <laughs> it's seen when he's like, oh, you got you got the Lego stuck up your nose. He was like, did I win? <laughs> I was like, oh, no. I, I feel like they could have fixed that with just like, they made it, what, like 180 days, like eight months or six months or something like that, time jump between season three and four. Mm-hmm. They could have mm-hmm. made it two years. They could have made it a year and a half. You know? Yeah, let them be like seniors. The, yeah, there's there's no reason that it had to be that much that soon after, you know? Yeah. Like, I mean, plot-wise, it didn't seem... It's not like someone was pregnant and then they were eight months pregnant. You know what I mean? Right. It's not Yeah, like, it's true. So I think that would have helped. What what I did is I started watching season four and I was like, oh, this, this feels really weird after just watching season three. You got to watch all those kids grow up in four days. I know. But then I like I waited. I like waited a day. And then I came back to it. I'm like, okay, now my brain accepts these characters, these older looking actors as these characters. Right. And we've like, I had to like reboot. It's like turning the computer off and turning it back on and then everything works This feels wrong and I'm going to go. Exactly. (laughs) That's so funny. Does anybody have any particular extra points that you um, wanted to bring up? I wonder if Paul Reiser's dead. Mm -hmm. Thank goodness for that lady who can keep getting everybody out of bad situations who works for the government. I hope she's safe somewhere. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I'm glad that Dustin talked to Eddie's uncle. I thought that scene was very, um, you know, it was sad. Yeah. Oh, Um, oh, yeah. 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 Because people were still drawing devil horns and stuff on his missing poster. So that's why it's like he wouldn't, even if he survived, everybody, everyone loves a scapegoat. Yeah. 
But at least his uncle got that closure because he knew that he was a, you know, he's a sweet boy. Um, I want I, I want to touch back about uh, on something I said earlier about like you know people complaining about like the kids' plan or whatever and and like one moment for me was like you know when when uh, Hopper and and uh, Joyce and and uh, Murray are going back and like oh you know well we'll 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 try and fight the particles and that way we <laughs> will help them and it's like well how the how how are you gonna fight the particles really. Right. And they get there and like, well, the Ask particles, the particles, <laughs> the particles have inhabited these fightable bodies. It's like, right. oh, yeah, yeah, that's convenient. Perfect. And I, I, you yeah. know, I was like, it's kind of, I, I didn't care because I was invested in the story yeah. and I loved it. And it's like, you know, uh, the, the Spielberg story back, back to Jaws, uh, you know, when I forget who it was, told him like, you know, you can't blow up the shark at the end of the movie. You can't blow. Up. First of all, it doesn't work when you shoot a tank like right. that. It doesn't work. And. Spielberg said, like, you know, if I can get the people there, if I can keep them, like, you know, in the story, in the palm of my hand, they're not going to give a shit that, like, it blows up at the end. They're going to love it. They're still going to yeah. love it. And I think... Right. Smile, you son of exactly. a bitch. Exactly. And I think the show does a great job with that, of, like, you know, any show you watch, there's going to be dumb stuff. And you're like, oh, it doesn't make sense, you know? But if the show's <laughs> yeah. good enough, it you... you don't care. Glide right over that. You your disbelief <laughs> suspends you right over that. And I think the show is great at that. I love that Joyce got to to save uh Hopper at the end. That too, yeah. Oh, now yeah. I want to say Hooper or Hopper with the Jaws talk. I'm all confused. It happens. Hooper. <laughs> but uh yeah, I like that she got not that I didn't think that he was gonna die, even though he gave the I'm gonna die speech. Mm-hmm. Right, right. I was like, what are we doing right now? Can we You're- not? Kill him off. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to have to wait at least till season five for that. <laughs> I did go through that entire last episode thinking that everybody was going to die at any moment. I think mm. that's why I worked myself up. You know, and I, I think that is just as good uh, yeah. as as having somebody die. That's a really weird thing to say. Right. But like, you know, it's like riding a roller coaster. Yeah. You know, when you're riding a roller coaster, oh God, you're like, oh, God, I'm probably going <laughs> to die. You're like, this is just like a really scary ride. And, you know, you're watching this show and something I saw was like, it isn't Game of Thrones. It's like, you know, if one of these kids dies, the rest of the show kind of becomes about like the fact that one of these fucking kids died, you know, like they're not, you know, it's not predator, (laughs) you know, they're not an elite cadre of soldiers where like, oh, he died, but it's okay. We got to, you know, it's, it's a big deal. Um, and not that Game of Thrones really killed that many people, many like main characters. I'm going to talk about plot armor. Talk about that show. <laughs> um, anyway, it's a different different discussion. They killed babies. <laughs> they did, but those babies didn't I even mean, have names. They didn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this show killed a lot of kids. Oh like, yeah, in you know, in one yeah. scene, basically, or yeah. various versions of the same event. Um, which I I I find the warning at the beginning a little like it's like some scenes in this fictional thing might be disturbing to some people. It's horror. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? I think it was I think that was specifically for Jason and the gun. I think that was because they never used to do those warning scenes, but they put the warnings up a time when there's the the L in the beginning, the beginning of episode one. They put a warning because it was right after that shooting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I didn't think. But this time I I really think that it would be because of the gun stuff because they didn't do it in the other episodes. Oh, I thought it was because it was like a whole bunch of kids got killed. Yeah. And that that was the parallel. But 
Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I thought that they threw because it didn't make sense that it was in front of one episode and not the other. Yeah. I didn't remember it this time. I only remember it the first. And it did. Yeah, it happened. came out like the day oh, after. It was in front of episode watched... eight, though. So maybe it's because it's like the new oh, release maybe. or whatever. Oh, yeah, maybe. Know. And they know you're just going to go right through. Yeah. I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I, I hear you in terms of like, I mean, you never, there's all this writing that's like, well, if you kill off a character at this point, then people won't know whether you're going to kill a character off at this other point. It's like, yeah, but like you could not kill the character the first time and then you do kill the character the second right. time, you know? Um, Instead of one person, let's kill three. Right. And, and to, <laughs> but to not me, Steve. Not Steve. Right. Not Steve. Steve. <laughs> not Steve. Um, I feel like Jonathan might get killed off, but like, I don't know. It would make things easier. For it Steve. would make things easier. <laughs> if Steve kills Jonathan, that would be it. Right. Or maybe Robin. Right. She just wants to solve the problem for the others, you know? So, um, but yeah, I, I, I feel like this show has a lot of things that if it didn't have really compelling character interactions would annoy me a lot more Mm -hmm. than they do, you know, because it's just like, all right, that's not a great plan. What you're going to go set the laboratory. Is this really going to help? You're going to like set the the smoke on fire. Okay. But like, it's fine. It worked. You know, it's like, it didn't, it didn't end up being really stupid. Um, The thing where Eddie like goes back and runs out, I'm like, all right, this I saw this coming, so like it doesn't bother me as much as if it were some very unpleasant surprise. Um, <laughs> and I was like, no, 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 no. <laughs> I was like, Eddie, what are you doing? You're such no, a good no, guitar player. Yeah, um, the waste. <laughs> but like, oh, just one note on Master of Puppets: Kirk Hammett, Metallica's lead guitarist, is this huge horror buff, and so you know, I mean. Metallica they loved it. Yeah. They said that they loved it. Well, yeah. they one of their yeah. other songs was in one of the previous seasons. I can't remember oh, which one it was. Yeah. Because yeah. they're really good about it. They like send the artists storyboards and the script and they're like, this is exactly what we're going to do with your songs. Oh, they did that awesome. with Kate Bush. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. she doesn't really give her. She's very picky. Yeah. I will say I didn't love that they played that song again at the end. I oh, love the song. I think it's great. But, it but that like was much. Max's mm, song. And right. you could like with having a show where your soundtrack, they had Credence when they were stealing yeah, the yeah. Uh, the, yeah, the RV. thing. And then yeah, they had yeah. Journey when they were getting ready to go get back. The, their yeah, music the is weeks, lights out weeks, every yeah. season. I feel like because that song got so popular, they went back and mm. put it in again at the end because it just really didn't fit. Right. And they like could have chose a much like any other Right. Just as equally yeah. epic song. I just was like, oh, why did you guys do that? Yeah. If I had to nitpick. Just because right. I know they could do better. You have to nitpick. I mean, otherwise then, you know, my nitpicking. Because yeah. other than, like, their music. And I don't mind here. It was, I was like, yeah, I love the song. But we could have done any, yeah. I don't know. We should have let, let Master oh, of Puppets oh. shine. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Give it room it to is. read. Play the and whole song at the end. Max's Incredible. specific song. You know? Although... A yeah, ton of a new generation are now exposed to Master of Puppets, which is, I think, probably a pretty good thing. It's charming yeah, again. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That's a win. That's a win. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, Paul, uh, like, what were you saying about how like, you know, the, the compelling characters allow you to kind of you know, uh, look past some of the implausibility of um, some of the stuff? You know, and you also brought up uh, you know, uh, playing RPGs uh, before this, and you know, and we know that the Duffer brothers are into that stuff, I think. Um, yeah. And it's kind of like if you're if you're running a Dungeons and Dragons game and like, you know, you you set up a situation and then the, the party comes up with a with an idea to take care of it. And you're like, that's a really dumb idea. That's a really stupid thing. 
But you can't but like, say anything. You know, let's figure out how it works. Right. You know, let's let's right. yeah. let's let's tell the story. You know, and so like maybe yeah. that's part of maybe that's part of their process. Sure, sure, it could be. <laughs> well, that's why this one was chaos because you never split the right, party. Right, exactly. Right, yeah, and they split the party so many ways. Well, you time. have to when you have fourteen people so in the party. Ways. You know, that that is the oh, thing, right? So the cast many. keeps swelling. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. like. Um, it's like the opposite of The Wire where they just bump off a ton of characters every season and then they add new characters the next season. Here it's like they just keep adding more characters and it's really only some of the newer characters that, that like don't make it. Yeah. Um, Best ones. Yeah. yeah, like Eddie. <laughs> for some reason, like Eddie dying, I was just like, all right, I guess we're doing this. But then when Dustin goes and talks to his uncle, like that that's the moment that hit yeah. me, you know, in terms of just because like, it was just so sad, you know. It's like obviously it's awful getting eaten by bats, right? Or, you know, upside down, whatever they are. But like that, you know, the uncle being there and like seeing what everybody thought of of his nephew, yeah. And then like Dustin being like, "Look, that's you know, that's not how it was." Yeah, they, know, I want you to know that I know that they set that up really well in in you know the first in part one when uh, when the cops were talking to him. And he definitely set it up, you know, like, oh, he's the tra- it's the trailer park. He looks like this grizzled old, prob- you know, look at that guy. He's probably yeah. some racist old piece of shit, probably. But no, and then he, like, starts talking, like, sweetly about his about his nephew. And it's like, oh. Yeah. That was a really nice moment. And then we got to have that yeah. really sad moment at the end. But it was great. Well, the moment that Eddie and Dusty had, oh, too. Oh, God, yeah. Or that's that one. And that's when I was like, okay. You're not making yeah. it out of this. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. ever yeah. change. Lead, uh, lead those, lead those like, sheep. Oh, no. Yeah. I will say, like, at the beginning, I was like, oh, why did they move to California? This is annoying. But, like, on the other hand, why don't they all move to California? <laughs> like, right? Why Bye. would you stay in Hawkins? Oh, my goodness. Because like, you got to stop it, Paul, or it's going to spread all over and there's nowhere to run. Then, like, focus on stopping. Don't go to school. School. I, I don't know. I won't go on a whole anti-school. <laughs> but. They thought they were dead. They, every time they think they've killed him. But I'm telling you, right, they're going to have to take everybody, out. Everybody, well, yeah. Everybody now. except Will. But, like, if, if you're Max, Speaking like, of Will. don't you, like, want to leave Hawkins? You know, like, can Max you get can't away do from anything right now. Getting away? <laughs> I'm saying a little earlier in the game, a little earlier on, you know, like you're getting possessed or whatever. Like, maybe, I don't know. maybe there's a range, you know? Yeah. yeah. I, <laughs> I was going to say, maybe maximum. there is. Um, but I, uh, speaking of Will, I feel like we finally kind of got an answer to his sexuality. Oh, yeah. And I thought that they oh, did yeah. it a really good way. For sure. And I thought that his conversations with Jonathan were really, they really were. sweet. Absolutely. Yeah. I thought that Mike could have at least given him a little like pat pat in the car when he showed him the picture. And then he was like, you know, she really loves you like out the window. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, uh, and Mike's as socially awkward as me where I'm just like, just pretend yeah. you don't see it. Just pretend you don't see the fact that he's over there. Yeah. Still crying. Yeah. Still crying. Oh my God. He's still doing it. I don't know how and I'm going to pretend to be doing. asleep, yeah. but they did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was like, I was like, at least Pat, like, ta-da. Yeah. like, yeah, it's okay, buddy. I'm still your best friend. Yeah. But, uh, they chose to let Jonathan have that moment. And I thought that it was really beautiful. Was. For sure. For sure. I feel like Mike could get eaten and I'd be okay with it. I feel like the like, same way like, too, but it's not going to happen. Yeah. No. He's the heart. Yeah. He's mm-hmm. the heart. I, yeah. I guess like I kind of don't, don't buy that. I don't know. Like I love the show, but I'm like, is, is he though? Is he the heart? 
Like I can't maybe think I of anybody else who would be. Maybe I force someone else to eat a particular slice of pizza. Yeah. Like that's true. <laughs> I mean, she has telekinesis, so she definitely isn't going to literally get forced to right. eat a, a slice of pizza. But it's like I don't know. She enjoyed it. Did she, <laughs> she liked it? Yeah, and they, they, they had to yeah, face, they had to force Mike it. to eat it, and Mike did not like it. Oh, yeah. okay. Oh, it was Mike who didn't like they it. They tried to, yeah. Oh, I have it totally backwards. Yeah, so no. Now, he, now okay, you see so why yeah, he's so the then Elle can get eaten. No, no, I'm just kidding. She's like one of the characters that's she's like the character that I find indispensable. But yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I guess obviously, but <laughs> I don't know. I wrote a song called Eleven a long time ago, and really? then like I heard there was a character of this name. I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, I was gonna name a kid Eleven. Now that's just now you can't. Oh, now, now you can't just do be it. weird. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe they'll Game of Thrones the end of this, and everyone will hate it and forget about it. <laughs> right, right. Right. And then it'll be like naming a kid Daenerys. So yeah. many people. So many. All the, so all the Khaleesi's and Daenerys's out there. Right. I'd be proud. I'd be like, yeah, burn that city. That's exactly what she did. Should have done. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the people who We're named their daughters Khaleesi after the season, uh, after the series was over. Rock yeah. and roll. Right. <laughs> Yeah, always wait till a thing is done before you make anything based on it. I think is a good rule of yeah you know, before good yeah to go by. Just in, so you don't end up naming your daughter after a psychotic nephew fucker. Right, exactly. <laughs> John Snowman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, name my nephew. But if he <laughs> was, I don't know. <laughs> um. Yeah. On that note. <laughs> <laughs> Can't leave it on that note. Speaking little a positive Robin note. Things. Robin, Robin, oh, oh yeah, went through it a little emotionally. Um, you know what my problem with that was is that girl was so much like her. I would immediately not want to date her anymore. You don't want to date yourself. Oh, huh. <laughs> would do, but do you want to date yourself dressed up like Molly Ringwald? Maybe for five minutes. Maybe for five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> but that's just me. It was nice to see her finally, kind of like meet someone right and and connect mm-hmm. and i feel like that's gonna go well enough or at least yeah. go you know it was sweet and i love that steve was happy even though steve is so miserable he was happy for robin yeah yeah that whole little group and everybody's kind of separated again at the end they're all not back together yeah did some of them go back off or or you mean Dusty, they're like dustin steve and robin were at the um like the gym, yeah, handing right, out yeah, stuff, yeah, and true. then Lucas and Erica were with Max at the hospital. Oh, I guess right. the kids did go to the hospital. Yeah, and everybody else was there, uh, the seeing the dead flowers. And yeah. um, why was Eleven pretending like she didn't know what happened to Max? Did you guys pick up on that? Oh, maybe she didn't know what happened to Max. No, I mean she was. I mean she knew, like that she either died or almost died but she lost contact right and then yeah they went because they were like oh he's at the hospital why are you at the hospital oh you guys don't know and she wasn't like well you know nobody was kind of explaining stuff to each other and then even Mm. in there she was like i'm so sorry but didn't like say i was there right right yeah it's weird although that's also one of my least favorite like always repeated lines is oh you don't know Right. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> You're going to want to see this. Like, <laughs> yeah. Cut to, cut to trees yeah. and birds. Right. <laughs> and a pan. No, but. I, <laughs> oh, you don't know. <laughs> and I'm not going to tell you. Yeah. We're just going to we're going to cut to that. <laughs> we're going to skip this, which is good. And then they cut to it. Um, 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's that's the big question. I think that's one of our biggest questions going into season five is what the hell is going on with Max? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then if it is some sort of post-apocalyptic hellscape, um, I don't know. How do you stay alive on life support through that? Yeah, you got to evacuate out of there. How long until the town starts to all turn into, you know, right. dust? Right. Like, and they right. just like turn like zombies or all get possessed or I don't know. Like, can they make another mind flayer thing? Like, I mean, I guess Vecna could. Yeah. If he brings them through. Yeah. The more we talk about this, I feel like it has to be some kind of like post-apocalyptic thing at this point, right. because like how else, you know, if it jumps ahead five years and what, there's still this, this burning X right. in the middle how of town. Long, yeah. That how long seem does like it really... take? He doesn't have a plan, Vecna. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Exactly. Well, he's like, I'm I... living in the now. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I only thought far ahead enough to break through. And then, uh, then I didn't really know what to do with myself from there. So going to make know. it beautiful. It's going to backpack <laughs> through Europe means. for yeah. a few months. <laughs> In the upside down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> trying to think. I think that's. Yeah. I think that's about. You got yeah, anything I, else, Mark? What else you got? I know you got. Um. <laughs> no, I, I. You know, I think. I think we. I think we covered it there. Like. There's a lot of questions. It was, a, you know? and it was a lot of content. It was just like we're covering another like four episodes. Yeah. It would be yeah. like in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was yeah. a season worth of like normal length episodes basically if you had chopped each one could have been <laughs> yeah. chopped up into three episodes and you have six episodes, and i still yeah. would have watched it all in one sitting sure yeah why not why not you know what speaking of content i just saw this today the duffer brothers got like their own uh production company within netflix now upside nice. down pictures i heard they were yeah. doing a spin-off yeah they're doing something. a spin-off they're doing uh another original series they're doing they're adapting the talisman the book that uh lucas is reading to max um they're doing all kinds of stuff interesting yeah which makes sense you know yeah yeah that stuff always makes me worried i'm like don't suck please be good. yeah for sure please be good i have to say that the idea that there's a spinoff i find a little bit concerning like Mm -hmm. just because however season five wraps up then has to have some like there might be some implications you know Mm -hmm. like trying to write for whatever's happening later, unless it's yeah. like spun far enough kind of. Cause if Vecna is the main problem and we don't take care of Vecna in the final season in any way, then what have we been doing? I think <laughs> it's just going to be a, a pure like eighties sitcom where oh. Steve and Robin have an apartment. And I would that, watch that. Yeah, that. That works. That works. That's Let's cool. And that. they adopted dusty <laughs> like perfect strangers. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Perfect strangers. <laughs> perfect strangers. <laughs> things. Yeah, but, oh, yeah. there it is. It all almost, <laughs> almost works. It writes itself. Um, yeah, I'm definitely excited about like their non-Stranger Things properties. I think Talisman will be really cool. Um, yeah, that's interesting. But yeah, no, there is that. There is always that trepidation of like, you know, you've got this thing and it works. Is it going to work if you spin it off? Yeah. Yeah, like I'm more I'm more excited to see other stuff that they make because I think Same. they clearly know how to make a good show, right? Right. And so making another good show or another good movie or something to me feels like a little uh, more straightforward in some ways than trying to spin something off of something that hopefully I would hope that season five gives us some sense of closure. Perhaps season yeah. five part two, 
Because, I mean, if you did it in season four, you're probably going to do it in season five, right? Yeah, mm. probably. But we'll see. Drag we'll out see. the hype. All right. Well, this has been a lot of fun. Um, I, I was very happy to get to talk to both of you about this after listening um, to, to the three of you talk about... I was listening to you all try and sort out the timeline of this show while I was trying to sort out the timeline of your uh, podcast. And <laughs> I'm glad you liked it. I was I was worried, but I'm glad yeah. you liked it. Yeah, me too. I'm glad I liked it. I mean, it, it definitely sort of straddled the line of like where if it didn't have a bunch of really charming interactions and fantastic, you know, character moments, I don't know. I I feel like just the mystery itself is maybe enough to kind of drive it for me. You know, nice. I, th I think this is a show that can really ap appeal to different people in a lot of different ways. And I think mm. those are those are some of the, the most successful shows a lot of the time. And so I think I might like a lot of, you know, some different things about this show than, than somebody else might like. But um, but there's enough there to I'm like, yeah, you know, you don't have to have a great plan. That's fine. It's a bunch of kids <laughs> or it's, you know, it's a small town cop and, you know, a telemarketer and. Uh, a Russian prison guard and a smuggler, and you're like, yeah, we're gonna go kill the smoke or something. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> we're gonna get in and out of Russia with no right. problems. As long as you give me a badass shot with Conan's sword, like I'm good. Yeah. <laughs> Delivered <laughs> with a bow. <laughs> um, do Do you want to promote your things? Yeah, Mark, tell the people where they can find you and all the stuff. Uh, all you the can fun. find me uh, at Mark Dimitri. M-A-R-K-D-M-I-T-R-I. See, I wasn't lying about being Russian. Um, <laughs> on social medias. And then you can also find my uh, my podcast, Cast Eye Podcast, uh, at Cast Eye Podcast, uh, wherever podcasts are found. If you need some more D&D &D in your life. Always. And we'll have all those links in the in the show notes. Sweet. It's Cast Die, right? Like yeah. a die, casting a die. Yeah. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> it's so clever. I love it. I <laughs> yeah. love your show. Oh. Everybody's so very talented. It's fun to listen to. Thank you. <laughs> we're going to have you guys on there soon. I know oh, I've been saying coming. that for a long time, awesome. but it's going to happen. I'm going to do it. It's Katie happen. wants me to come do it from her house. <laughs> She's like, I want you to be next to me. I was like, okay. <laughs> maybe we'll, maybe we'll all do it from Katie's house. It will be, yes. And we won't tell Katie. We'll just do it. <laughs> Surprise. Surprise. <laughs> um. We just put an episode of Poltergeist out on our new show, uh, Bill and Ashley's Terror Theater. So go check that out on all the things. Uh, it's on Twitter at BatPod, B-A-T-T-P-O-D. And uh, that's it. That's yeah. about all. I awesome. don't care about any of my other stuff. <laughs> just those sweet, <laughs> sweet horror pods. Yeah, there's that Marvel cast, but whatever. Uh, every, everybody who listens to this pod knows that already, right? I mean, yeah. <laughs> you, you need no introduction or introduction <laughs> or whatever you call it. Um, I'm Paul Hoppy, aka Zen Madman. I'm Zen Madman in a bunch of places. You can find me in those places. Um, uh, yeah, uh, Matthew would say, have a great day, right? Is that a great day? I, <laughs> have a nice day? Have a nice day, I think. Have a, yeah, something like, like that. Like, be nice or yeah. something. I, I, I hope all your <laughs> icosahedron rolls come up 20. Oh, I love it. Nice. Uh, all right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.
I got so hot by the end of this. I'm just like, oh, God. I didn't realize how sweaty I was. 